shoes It's Jesus in the everyday me and you The good news in shoes This is the Good News Station WCNO Palm City Hello, I'm Joyce Meyer, inviting you to join me right here on Enjoying Everyday Life, where I give you easy and practical ways to live a life you truly love. Joyce Meyer is heard at 7.30 a.m. Monday through Friday here on WCNO. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21, all professional, for their underwriting support. Hi, this is Ed Myers, Realtor with Century 21 All Professional and member of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you are buying, selling, or renting a home, understanding the market can be essential. I'm a Century 21 top producer, recipient of the Century 21 Presidential Award, Century 21 Centurion Award, and Quality Service Pinnacle Award. I proudly serve the United States Marine Corps, and now I'm specializing in serving the Port St. Lucie, Stewart, Fort Pierce, West Palm Beach, and surrounding areas of the Treasure Coast. Real estate is the key to building long-term wealth. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent a home, a first-time home buyer, or an investor, letting an experienced professional with a proven track record can make all the difference. I would love the opportunity to help you. You can reach me by phone or text at 772-342-0047. Again, that number is 772-342-0047. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. This week, Pastor Jason will be speaking on the love of the Father. So grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. But how many know sometimes you got to learn a lesson the hard way? Amen. And I thank God because once I learned the lesson the hard way, once I had learned the lesson the hard way, it helped me to teach my son a lesson when he was little. And I was able to understand how I rebelled so much and turned against God so much, I was kind of clued in on what I needed to do to raise Michael the right way. He said, well, he was brought up in the church. No, he's a kid like any other kid. Amen. We, Michael moved in with us when he was four years old. And, and, at that, and listen, when he moved in with us, he wasn't perfect. For four years of his life, he got whatever he wanted. He did. What did they call that, spoiled? He was the king, man. So, uh, you know, we had to teach him consequences at a very early age. But the truth is, is that God did some neat stuff in his life. And, man, I thank God, man. He, he graduated from our school. He, he's, he's, he's through college. He works here in the ministry. He loves the Lord. He's given his life away to God. Man, that's awesome. Who wouldn't ask for anything like that? Amen. How, how many of you know there's a big difference in God chasing you and you chasing God? Amen. And listen, when you live in the way that you want to live in your life and, and you're doing whatever is in front of you and you're living in the moment, then how many of you know God ain't going to leave you alone? He's going to chase you. He, he's going to come after you with the Holy Ghost. He's trying to pull you into the kingdom. He's trying to make you part of the family of God. He'll deal with you. He'll chase you. He'll call you. He'll put people in your path that will get you to think about coming to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. But once you get born again, things change. God's not going to let you live a life of sin the way you lived. He's going to tell you it's time to straighten up. And He ain't going to chase you no more. He's going to say, you need to chase me 
now. You need to follow me now. Yeah, I ain't going to keep blessing your mess. You're going to have to grow up and follow me. You're going to have to grow up and seek me. <clears throat> How many know it's a whole other level of living when you begin to chase him? Come on, I'm talking about being a, when, when, when you're seeking Him, when you're following Him, when you're saying, God, I'm going to go where you go. I'm going to do what you want me to do. I'm going to follow wherever you are leading. I am a, now a follower and a disciple of Jesus Christ. The, the, but the, I just told you, God is seeking those who will worship Him in spirit and truth. In other words, God is seeking those that are seeking Him. He's looking for a heart that's hungry after the things of heaven. He's looking for a heart that is mission-minded, that is absolutely following His lead. That's where the heart of true worship comes from. Come on, how many know what you chase after is what you'll worship? Hmm? I love football, but there's a lot of people that worship football. I like basketball. There's a lot of people that, that worship basketball. There's a lot of things I like that I don't worship them. But there's people that chase things that bring no life to them. Hmm? Elisha said, go home. Talk to your idols. Go home. Talk to your idols. I mean, you can miss four or five worship services in a month and make a little bit of extra cash working on Sunday trying to get a blessing. And because you're doing that, you're camping out at some idol. You're taking time that's been set aside to worship God Almighty and doing something else with it. I mean, think about that. So, Pastor, that's harsh. That's truth. That is truth. So I'm just going to stay in bed this morning. I've had a rough week. I need to rest and I need to relax. Well, your bed is your idol. You're worshiping your pillow. Come on, somebody. That's the truth. If God's called you to be a part of this ministry, then on Wednesday night at 7 o'clock and on Sunday morning at 10 o'clock, He has set aside a time for your life to be here in His presence to worship Him and receive from Him. And every time you blow it off, you're worshiping idols. I don't know about that. Come on, I don't know, Pastor. That's the truth. I know you don't like it, but it's good for you. Amen? I don't like this kind of preaching. Well, guess what? Hell don't like it either. Hell don't like it. So I can't come on Wednesday night. That's when I stay home and watch my favorite TV show. Well, when you get in trouble, call Hollywood and see what they do for you. I'm sure they'll get your kid out of jail. Hmm? I'm sure they'll raise somebody up out of the hospital. Come on, Hollywood don't care who you are. They just want your money. Oh, this is good preaching. Now everybody's getting quiet on me. Hmm? That's what Elisha said. He said, go talk, to your, go talk to your stones, stone gods. See if them stone gods help you out of the middle of your mess. Hmm? Go talk to them. He said, see if they'll answer. And then all of a sudden, the Bible doesn't really tell us what happens next, but obviously... Elisha looks behind Joram and he sees Jehoshaphat. He quits looking at Joram and he sees Jehoshaphat standing over there in the corner. And he sees Jehoshaphat and he sees this king of Judah. Somebody say the king of Judah. He looks at Joram and he says, Joram, if it wasn't for the presence of this man standing behind you, I would give you no regard at all. I wouldn't even take time to listen to you. Jehoshaphat was the king of Judah. How many know Judah was the fourth child of Leah? She was the first wife of Jacob. Jacob is the father of the nation, of the 12 tribes of the nation of Israel. How many know Leah was the ugly one? Isn't that right? And Jacob was more interested in Rachel, the pretty one. Hmm? The Bible says that Leah had a lisp. And Jacob didn't like it. 
her daddy had to trick him into marrying her. Y'all know the story, don't you? So she wanted to please Jacob and get Jacob to love her. So she said, I know how to please him. I'm going to start having babies. She has her first baby, Reuben, which means God hears my prayer. She has another baby. Nothing happens. He don't impress him. She has a third baby. Nothing happens. Don't impress him. And then she gets to the, to the point where she ain't getting no attention from her husband. And she decides, well, if I ain't going to get my husband's attention, I want to get God's attention. I'm going to name this next baby, next baby Judah. I mean, Judah means praise. Come on, somebody say that with me. Judah means praise. She said, I'm going to have this next baby, and I ain't worried about my husband's attention. I'm just going to start praising God in the middle of all this mess, and I'm going to name this baby Judah. I'm going to name this baby Praise. So every time I see him, I'm praising God. Every time I call his name, every time I call him in the house, every time I call him across the land, I say, Judah, I'm praising God. His life will be praise unto God. And when Elisha turned and he saw the king of praise and worship standing in the corner of that tent, he goes, you know what? I don't care about you, Joram, but the king of praise is standing over here in this tent. I don't care about your half-hearted ways. I don't care about your half-committed ways. But you got the king of praise with you, and that says something to me. He said, I saw a worshiper standing in the corner. The king of praise is in my tent. And because the king of praise is here, I think I might have a word for you. Hmm? He said, watch this. Watch this. He said, bring me a musician. The Old Testament says minstrel. King James Old Testament says minstrel. He said, bring me a musician. He didn't say, just bring me somebody that can play an instrument. He didn't just say, bring me somebody that's got some talent. He was looking for an anointed worshiper. Somebody that knew something about worshiping God. Somebody that knew something about getting people into the presence of God. Go get me a minstrel. Bring him in here. Why? Because Elisha understood something. He understood that music activates the spirit world. Let me try that again. Music activates the spiritual world. You say, I don't believe that. It's all through the Bible. It's all through the Bible. There's something significant about music that causes an emotional response in us. I can teach you through the Bible that when God created the earth, while He was doing His creative work, the Bible says that all the stars in heavens were singing. The sons of God were singing over creation. God works in music. In fact, I bet some of y'all don't even know this, but in Genesis 1 where it says, God said, let there be light, the actual Hebrew literal interpretation is, God threw back His head and sang, let there be light. Hmm? My God. He really sang the world into existence. Isn't that amazing? Because music activates the spiritual realm that's around us and it causes things to begin to move. It not only activates the spiritual realm in a positive way, but it activates the spiritual realm in a negative way. It doesn't take a genius to understand that if all you listen to is songs that have lyrics in it that are talking about raping and murdering somebody and killing somebody, then that stuff is going to get down in your spirit and mess you up. Come on, you know what I'm talking about this morning. You be going about your day just thinking about something else and your spirit is singing and, and you're humming and whatever's in your heart is just coming out of you. You'll be doing your daily stuff and next thing you know, you say, hey, I'm singing that song. Sometimes coming right out of your mouth. I, somebody say, why are you singing? I said, was I singing? I sing all the time. I don't care if it's off key. 
So what do you think is going to happen all day if that's all you listen to about somebody's going to kill, somebody's going to rape, somebody's going to murder? What do you think is going to get in your spirit? How many of the rap artists that's rapping all that stuff knows exactly what he's doing? He's trying to fill people with hate. Hmm? That's not just lyrics. That's programming. They're programming a generation to hate authority. They're programming a generation to hate police. They're programming a generation to devalue women. They're programming a generation to say, we don't care. We're going to do things our own way. don't care what you say. It's programming. Hmm. Because music activates the spirit world. And it releases all kinds of spirits. And now, we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship service starts at 10 a.m. Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church. There is a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church. Whether it's our monthly senior meetings, children's church, or youth group, there's something for everyone. If you're new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for the whole family. In the book of 1 Kings, in chapter 18, after David had killed Goliath, Saul and David came back to the city of Jerusalem together and the Bible says that all the women saw him approaching and they ran and they grabbed instruments and they ran out into the street and they began to sing, Saul has killed his thousands and David has killed his ten thousands. Saul has killed his thousands and David has killed his ten thousands. And the Bible says that Saul heard them singing it and he became distressed in his spirit and on that day he wanted to kill David. On that day. It was music that opened up the door penetrated right into his heart and for the rest of the time that Saul was alive he hunted David with a vengeance trying to kill him come on ladies and gentlemen you better watch what sounds you're letting Junior listen to I'm serious because the sounds that they listen to will activate spiritual things in their life you can't listen to songs all day about your cheating heart and, and running around and you've been betrayed and, and somewhere in your mind you're not dealing with emotions of betrayal it's impossible well, why did he leave me? Huh? Sowing that stuff in your heart. You know why? Because we feel music. We feel it. We don't just sing it. We feel it. Hmm. So here's what I come to tell you. He said, I, I, he said, I need to change the environment. I, I got to have a breakthrough. Bring me a musician. I got to have a miracle. My water's been dried up. My soldiers are dying. My horses are dying. I need victory. And if I'm going to have a victory, then I got to get a word from God. And if I'm going to get a word from God, then I got to get my heart aligned with God. I got to get in step with God so He can bless me in the way that He really wants to bless me. I've got to break through to that. And if I'm going to do that, then, then I got to get this thing right on the inside of me. I got to get my environment right. I got to get my atmosphere right. And I got to hang out with somebody that knows how to worship God so they can determine what kind of an atmosphere I'm walking in. Hmm? Oh, I wish somebody would sing it. Whew. I mean, that means we've got to have the right spirit on the platform. Hmm? I don't care how, how good you can sing. I don't care how you look holding a microphone. If you ain't got the right spirit, don't come up here. Please don't. Don't do it. 
Listen, if you're hanging out with the devil on Saturday, don't come in here and hang out with Jesus on the platform on Sunday. Please don't do that. He said, bring me a musician. Start worshiping. See, listen, when Saul would get under a tormenting spirit, he would have David to start worshiping in his presence, and it would calm him down. It would change the atmosphere that he actually would be in, and it would cause him to settle himself down. You ever just been under so much stuff, you're up at 2 o'clock in the morning, you can't sleep? I've been up late at night like that before, not able to sleep. I can feel the pressure sometimes from all this stuff, and they're just, you know, pressing in on me from all different sides, and it, with, with everything that, we've, that has to be done, you know, the passion in my heart for the ministry, the vision that we have for this church, the vision we have for the school, and, you know, all the things that are in front of us on a day-to-day basis, all the pressure, you know, all the bills that got to get paid every month. And I'm telling you, just for 10 months out of the year, we don't know where the money comes from. It's, it's a miracle every month. We live on miracles. I mean, we really do. And sometimes, man, that stuff crushes in on me, and I, and I find myself awake at 2 o'clock in the morning, and I can't sleep. I feel it emotionally. You know what I'm talking about? Sometimes when I can't sleep, I think, well, I'm just going to watch some TV for a while and, you know, just try to get a, a distraction, you know, just distract my mind from all the pressure of life and all the stuff going on. Let me just find something to watch and, and uh, I'll start flipping through channels. And but how many know that's not the answer? Why not to fill your head with a bunch of strange voices when you're already dealing with other stuff? That's really not the sound that's going to minister to you. The other night I was up about a week ago, not even a week ago, a few days ago. And I was praying, Lord, you know we got to have thirty-seven thousand dollars on the first of September to pay all our bills. And uh, it ain't the first time we've had we've been in that place because that happens often here. The Lord has worked miracles every time. But I was just feeling the weight of it. You know, earlier in the week, I was kind of upbeat and praising the Lord through it and praising the Lord through it. I was up about 2 in the morning, and I was just sitting there, and I was kind of, I couldn't sleep. I woke up, and, you know, it's just like the weight of it, man, sometimes. I'm just being real with y'all. You know, don't think I'm a weak person. I'm just telling I'm being honest. And I'm flipping the channels through, and, uh, on my TV, all the business channels are like between 350 and 360. I kind of go through them. There's nothing going on in the news worth watching. And then from about 360 to about 378 or something on my TV is all, we call them the holy channels, the God channels, Christian TV. And I started flipping through them, and about halfway through, I stopped, and there was a little woman on a platform in a church somewhere up in Michigan black curly hair probably about five foot four and it was just like all of a sudden my thumb just stopped clicking because there was such an anointing that was blaring through the TV at me and I mean it was so thick on her I don't even know what she was talking about but she stopped talking and she started singing this song and she said she said this she said these are the days of Elijah Declaring the word of the Lord. These are the days of his servant Moses. Righteousness being restored. And these are the days of great trial. Of famine and darkness and sword. So we are the voice in the desert crying. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. The second verse went like this. And these are the days of Ezekiel. The dry bones becoming as flesh. And these are the days of his servant David building the temple of praise. 
These are the days of the harvest. The fields are all white in your world. And we are the laborers that are in your vineyard. Declaring the word of the Lord. And then she said, Behold, he comes riding on the clouds, shining like the sun at the trumpet's call. Lift your voice, it's the year of Jubilee. Out of Zion's hill, salvation come. Isn't that awesome? I mean, you know where Zion, you know where the mountain of Zion is? Zion is the place of praise. Out of the place of praise, salvation comes. When we started this journey about four weeks ago, I told you that sometimes you got to be quiet because you don't want to talk yourself out of your blessing. And the second week, I talked to you about not letting the devil taunt you into saying something dumb and undoing what God's doing. And last week, I talked to you about lifting up a shout with a voice of triumph. But I want to just declare to you today that when you begin to worship God and praise Him in the middle of your mess, in the middle of your mess, out of Zion, out of the place of praise, God sends salvation. God sends salvation. Ladies and gentlemen, Elisha listened to some worship music and he said, this is what I want you to do. He said, I want you to go down there to the Valley of Edom. He said, I want you to dig some ditches. Tomorrow they're going to be full of water. So they went down there and they dug these big ditches and they all slept on the ground by the ditches and when they woke up, they were full of water. And the sun was coming up over the horizon and King Misha from Moab looked out over the ditches and the sun hit the water just so that the water looked like blood. And King Misha said to his generals and his troops, he said, they've done turned on each other and killed each other. Let us go down there and take the spoils. So him and his army got on horses and left the safety of their walls. And they drove right down into the camp of King Joham and King Jehoshaphat. And when they got there, Jehoshaphat and Joham routed them and defeated their enemy. So, well, Pastor, what does that mean to me? It's just simple obedience. He just told them to go dig ditches. Just go dig ditches. I'm telling you that in a place of, of praise and worship, in a place of intimacy with God, He'll tell you the most simplest little instruction by His Spirit. And your simple obedience to that simple instruction will oftentimes be your deliverance. Because really, sin is not that complicated. Jesus took care of it 2,000 years ago. Come on, are you hearing me this morning? Everywhere Jesus went, He did miracles. He just, let me spit in your eye. Let me go wash in the river. Walk over here and pick this up. People were receiving miracles. Simple obedience.
Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hi, this is Ed Myers, Realtor with Century 21 All Professional, a member of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you are buying, selling, or renting a home, understanding the market can be essential. I'm a Century 21 top producer, recipient of the Century 21 Presidential Award, Century 21 Centurion Award, and Quality Service Pinnacle Award. I proudly serve the United States Marine Corps, and now I'm specializing in serving the Port St. Lucie, Stewart, Fort Pierce, West Palm Beach, and surrounding areas of the Treasure Coast. Real estate is the key to building long-term wealth, whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent a home, a first-time home buyer, or an investor. Letting an experienced professional with a proven track record can make all the difference. I would love the opportunity to help you. You can reach me by phone or text at 772-342-0047. Again, that number is 772-342-0047. Hi, my name is Manny Rivera. I'm the lead pastor of Impact Church in Miami, Florida. At the beginning of this summer, God has smiled on us by visiting us with His presence in a powerful way. We've seen miracles of healing and signs and wonders. By our Lord's instructions, we began having meetings called power gatherings. These power gatherings are meetings where churches come together in the spirit of unity and contend for the supernatural. Hundreds of people have been baptized in the Holy Spirit, and through them, hundreds of miracles, signs, and wonders have occurred. We've seen from cancer disappearing to deaf ears opening and physical scars disappearing. On November the 2nd at 6 p.m., a power gathering is coming to the great city of Fort Pierce. We will be hosted by Truth Church, pastored by Jason and Kim Bumgardner. I hope to see you there. Hey guys, it's Pastor Jason. I hope you can make it to this next power gathering. Truth Church is located at 3891 Edwards Road. For more information, you can call us at 772-461-8555 or check us out on the web at mytruthchurch.com. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. 
Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org.